Hey, welcome everybody to the Inferno cast here, uh, number 002. I, of course, am Inferno Fox. I am the host of this YouTube channel. And just want to give a quick shout out to all of my friends, family, and followers. We hit over 200 subscribers this past week. That's really a nice accelerated pace because I think I hit 100 subscribers about three or four months ago. So definitely seeing a lot of really great gains. Uh, definitely really happy that we can fill that auditorium and have that nice and packed high school auditorium. But, you know, still grateful for each and every one of you that, that join us and listen in. And we have with with here our usual suspects, as well as a couple new faces. We, of course, have Simbu Darkfang. He is the level five grandpa, and he is with the Basement of the Dead in Aurora, Illinois. That again, Basement of the Dead. Simbu, thanks for joining us. Hey, how's it going? Uh, I actually have my cane back over here if y'all want to see it. Ah, we, we, we <laughs> might need that. We might need that. <laughs> oh, uh, let me see here if I can get it out. While you're grabbing oh. your your cane, Stormrose Sky, thank you for joining <laughs> us. You, you, of course, have your Twitch channel at Stormrose Sky and your YouTube channel, right? Is that also Stormrose Sky? Yes, it is. That is a great cane for the, the level five grandpa that, that you are <laughs> our resident level five grandpa oh boy so it begins um, hello everyone hey glad to be here again thank you thank you thank you we also have astromedes he's of course the, the developer and co-owner of second place games thanks again for joining thanks for having me and new to this cast, although credited on the last one, we have Jason the 13th. Now, he's one of my longtime collaborators on this channel. Uh, he's joined me for such things as the panel with Simbu and LJ, as well as the Mega Man podcast. He has his own YouTube channel, Jason the 13th. Again, that's Jason the 13th for his YouTube channel, where he has uh, playthroughs for Pokemon legend of zelda tears of the kingdom as well as fork knife and he too is also a gamer for over 35 years jason thanks for joining us no problem i'm happy to be here <laughs> and we're happy to have you and and last and definitely not least we have lj my my partner in crime and she's also a gamer for over 30 years thanks for joining us lj glad to be here thanks for um having me join you and talk about video games i'm looking forward to it yeah, we're, we're going to have a blast tonight and want to go ahead and open up the, the floor. And really a good way to do this is uh, games that you are playing, games that you're currently playing right now. Go ahead and, and let us know. Tell us for about a minute. Uh, LJ, we'll start off with you, put you on the spot. What, what games are you currently playing right now? Um, kind of um, a little bit of Luigi's Mansion 3 that I just started a couple days ago. For a while there, I was playing a lot of Animal Crossing, and I just felt like I needed a little switch from playing that because I started to get bored with it. So I thought maybe it'd be best to switch to another game. So I chose Luigi's Mansion, and on PlayStation, I'm currently playing SpongeBob SquarePants. Um, I believe it's called the uh, Battle of Bikini Bottom, and then. A couple of other things on there too. I'm in between playing The Sims. I was also on Crash Bandicoot 4. So just like a different variety. Um, I just like to switch from, you know, one game to another because sometimes if one game is frustrating me, I just need to take a little break from that and then just move on to a different game to where I can feel like I'm having fun more and um, to be able to enjoy it. Nice. Excellent. You, you've got some great games that you're currently running mm -hmm. through there. Jason, how about you? What games are you currently playing? Uh, currently, <laughs> mainly uh, Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, but I'm always bouncing between different Pokemon games still, doing a lot of shiny hunting there. Um, of course, Fortnite, <laughs> but those are the three main games right now. Uh, waiting for Pikmin. When Pikmin 4 comes out, I'll be playing a lot of that one too. <laughs> nice. Astromedius, how about you? Uh, I've mostly been playing Darkest Dungeon 2, uh, far too much of it. Uh, I like the first <laughs> Darkest Dungeon a lot. Um, that one was like, uh, it's like a single save game. So like you keep going and your same kind of town you upgrade and blah, blah, blah goes along with you. And 
This one sort of changes it over to like a roguelike structure where it's like run based, which I think is actually a big improvement for this game. Uh, true to its name, it's really overbearing and kind of like depressing. So it's like a little much to play in some respects, <laughs> but uh, that's also uh, pretty much in my wheelhouse. Uh, other than that, I finally uninstalled Hearthstone and swore I'd never play it again and installed Marvel Snap instead and started uh, playing <laughs> that a little bit. Nice. Very cool. Storm, how about you? What are you currently playing right now? Well, right now I'm playing um, on the PlayStation going through South Park, the Stick of Truth, <laughs> and holy moly, Batman. It's a, it's a, fun, uh, it's a fun game there. Um, yeah, I really am liking that turn style RPG, though, as you know, that we'll talk about in a little bit. I'm super mm -hmm. excited about, but um, other than that, uh, this game or that South Park game, and also, of course, Fortnite and God of War, I'm still going through. Um, I'm trying to beat the that stupid Valkyrie Queen. She will be mine someday. <laughs> someday I will beat her ass and I, I'm going to cheer. Um, but yeah, right now I'm just uh, going through that South Park. I know it's a couple of years old, but as you, you all know, the well, as you guys know, but anyone else doesn't know, the PS5 is still new to me. So I've uh, hardly touched the Switch because I've gotten a little burnt out on Animal Crossing. It finally happened mm -hmm. after a couple of years. And I've restarted one island and probably going to restart the other on the other Switch because that's a whole different rant for another day that I have to have two copies of the game to have two islands. So anyway, <laughs> but that is about it. So we've not really touched the Switch in a bit, but been playing stuff on the PlayStation. And I absolutely love it. I, I, it begs the question, uh, have you gotten to the point where you've ran into the Underpants Gnome's Kingdom <laughs> on, on the South Park game? Not yet. No. Oh. <laughs> no. I just beat Cartman and, and the school. So oh. I got out of that area. Simbo and I are knowingly laughing because... <laughs> Oh, uh, we won't ruin anything for you, but <laughs> oh, I can't it, wait. It, you're definitely going to enjoy the whole pedigree of South Park <laughs> with, with that. And uh, hopefully you'll play the next game, which is, of course, the fractured but whole. So, yes, yes, I plan to. I kind of want to. I almost started it at the same time, but I'm Ooh. making myself slow down. Yeah, no, 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 uh, I'll trust you. And other than that, I did start the Horizon. Um, yeah, what is the name of it? Horizon Zero, Zero Dawn. Dawn. Yes. Like Zero, I've played five a lot of minutes Zero Dawn. Of I'm just about an hour into it, so that's about it. I'll keep you busy. I played that yeah. one. It was good. Yeah, I've okay, heard and then you've got the second one that'll keep you even busier mm -hmm. yes oh yeah <laughs> i would yeah. say the second one is longer there's more yeah. quest i feel like yeah uh the map is also a bit bigger too um mm -hmm. not not in the sense that uh size wise but uh things to do okay like things to explore stuff like that it's mm -hmm. not so much dead 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 space yeah that will be fun um, Simbu, how about you? What are you currently playing right now? Uh, well, we'll start off with the Lightnary, uh, Fortnite. Um, I just realized I've never finished Bioshock Infinite, so I re-downloaded it and I'm starting a <laughs> uh, playthrough of that because oh, we'll see. Uh, first time around, I got probably about three, four hours into it and I just was like, nope, this does not feel like Bioshock anymore. So yeah, we'll give it a totally change. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, well, we'll give it a second go. Why not? Um, and then, you know, uh, Astromedes wants to talk about uh, dark and depressing games. Uh, Diablo four. <laughs> 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 um, yeah. So that's, uh, that's where I'm at with my gaming. Of course, you know, we'll save topic for, later on in the show on 
coming uh coming soon attractions <laughs> very nice yeah and my and myself final fantasy 16 that's that's it just <laughs> finished tears of the kingdom about a week or so ago i have the review for that coming out this saturday um and really go in in depth without I have a spoiler section of it, but I clearly mark that. So if you guys are interested in checking it out, both my, my cast here, as well as y'all listening, feel free to, but yeah, it's Final Fantasy 16. I, it is exactly what I thought it was going to be exactly what I thought it was going to be. And I'll leave, leave it for that, especially because I, all my thoughts, <laughs> feelings, I will share on my review for Final Fantasy 16 when I, I, I get to that. But alrighty, let's go ahead and uh hit our, our biggest topic. That is, of course, the, the uh the Nintendo Direct that aired last week. I believe it was last week on Tuesday or Wednesday. And rather than just kind of going through a whole laundry list of hey, this is what was revealed, this, 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 that kind of crap. It's been the, the direct's been out and for about a week now. So most likely anybody can just Google it and, and and look what's there. We're more interested in what do we feel about it? What 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 has us most excited? And I have a feeling, a, a thought, an inkling, a, a, a little notion that Storm and I are really on the same page for what has us equally excited and mm-hmm. i alluded to this on my channel but storm are we on the same page what, what's hmm. exciting you hmm. i wonder <laughs> yeah, I, i'm, I'm, going I'm to... excited for it too <laughs> oh oh that it yes if <laughs> i have goosebumps over it so that's exciting. <laughs> the mm-hmm. freaking Mario R- Super Mario RPG coming to the Nintendo oh, yeah. Switch. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to be quiet about it, though. I'm really excited about that damn game. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And it was so. F- it was funny. A one leak came out about 24 to 48 hours before uh, the direct aired about a a super classic. SNES game getting a remaster and everybody kept saying Chrono Trigger in that HD 2D style, but it ended up being uh, Super Mario RPG, which I felt was the lesser of the chance for that to happen, especially because it still needs Square Enix's buy-in. It still needs that collaboration and marriage between Nintendo and Square Enix, which Back in 96, when that came out, that was a, a rarity at the time to have that sort of marriage, especially a, a number of the Easter eggs that the teams inputted in there for the Nintendo references, uh, but including like Link, Samus Aran, uh, F-Zero. Um, I think there was a, I thought there was a Mach Rider one, but I could be, I could be wrong, but like literally, oh, Star Fox, that's it, Star Fox. And from a couple of little screenshots, the one with Samus, uh, one of the two actually with Samus was in the trailer. So you got to imagine that means all the other Easter eggs are. And there's a major, major one from Final Fantasy four. That's that was in the original Super Mario RPG. So I'm dying to know whether or not that's going to be in there or whether or not they're going to update it, because this is not a straight remaster there. There have been changes mm-hmm. to, to this. Uh Storm, Jason, did you catch those changes? What are your what, what are your feelings about I mean, that? Other than the graphics, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, um, it feels hmm. very fitting to the Switch, you know. So yes, I would agree with that. Um, I, I I'm uh, I'm not sure about all the different changes. It doesn't look like they screwed anything up. So. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny, too, because they changed and added stuff like that percentage thing that was on on the uh, bottom left part of the screen and then a couple additional boost things and look like added scenes because it looked like you saw Gino on on the Rainbow Road as well as them riding uh, riding Bowser's uh, Koopa Clown car, which was not in the the original one. So i'm interested to see what they've added hopefully it still has that sort of same feeling it really really looks like it is and, okay. and it will so i have never i'm sorry um i have never played it but 
Um, I would definitely like to try it once it gets released because that would be something that I'll be interested in playing. I remember, um, Glenn, that you uh, you were you were playing at the one year, and I remember asking you like, "Well, what's I never seen this game? What is it?" And you told me a Super Mario RPG, and I've never even heard of it, and I never seen it before. And growing up, I always played a lot of Mario games, but I just never really. Like, maybe at the time I wasn't interested in it, but then seeing, like, the remake of it, like, it really piqued my interest, and, you know, I would definitely have to try it. And it, and it's funny, too, because you you technically played the sequel, and the and that sequel to, de to Death, which is Paper Mario for the Nintendo mm -hmm. 64. Yeah. And and Storm, I know that you had played that, too, and... Mm -hmm. So, and there is the rumor that Nintendo's remaking the second Paper Mario game. That's a thousand year door for the GameCube. Um, Jason, did you have a physical copy of that? Of the thousand year door? That yeah. sounds very familiar. I'm, I'm pretty sure I have that one. Okay, I hate you. <laughs> um, yeah, I, oh, I missed out on, on so much of the, the GameCube's uh, generation of like getting the games and collecting the games because really? I, I i spent way too much time on that single game you know uh, uh, smash melee yeah i think it's yeah. smash melee <laughs> <laughs> astromedias I, I i think you could vouch for that and if mobster was here he he, he would too <laughs> yeah i i was actually going to comment that I, I didn't know anything about super mario rpg either until you introduced me to it uh however many hundreds of years ago that was <laughs> man that's exciting um, well, um now jason was there anything else that that caught your eye with the nintendo direct oh well i wasn't expecting any pokemon news and they did give us a little bit of pokemon news so that was a little bit of a bonus um other than that i'm really I actually really want to try the remake of the Luigi's Mansion because I never it. I don't know if it's just because it was on the 3DS that I didn't finish it. I didn't really get into it as much. Where the first one, I killed that game on the first one, <laughs> played hours on it. And the second one, I think because of being on the 3DS, lacked more like didn't draw as many people in so getting that one as a remake is going to be a very fun game yeah and it's interesting they called that out as being a uh, kind of just an update like they didn't say specifically that it was going to be a remake and that's hmm. that's fine you know like if if they if they if it, it's just like a straight port with updated shaders uh i i would want to see them do that with the uh, Metroid Samus Returns, which was the remake of Metroid, the Game Boy Metroid 2, that came out on the 3DS like the same year the Switch did for whatever reason, still releasing that as a 3DS game. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm in the same boat as you, Jason, where I I got uh, Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon, but I just didn't really finish it, didn't get it really get in right. into it that, that much. But mm -hmm. I remember I played the heck out of Luigi's Mansion, but that was because we didn't have anything else, at least until Smash Brothers came out. That like, is true. Three weeks after true. GameCube came out. I mean, I remember us biding our time with Super Monkey Ball until Smash Melee <laughs> came out. Uh, yep. And see, for me, Luigi's Mansion, it's kind of a horror Mario game, which is just kind of awesome. <laughs> it, it, it's funny you say that like i mean it's not horror horror but no it's... no i think you're right we're, very we're... light horror theme yes light yeah. horror yep yes. <laughs> very cute with, scary with yes the first one it was really ho more horror leaning and kind of jump scary but uh dark moon the second one and then mm -hmm. luigi's mansion three were more like uh, puzzlers than actual yes. like horror yeah. so it wasn't as like I felt like Luigi's Mansion really tried to actually be the, okay, this is going to scare you, but it's a Mario game. So mm -hmm. you're not, if you're two years old, maybe you might be scared. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Or if you don't have your binky. Um, <laughs> LJ, hey. uh, what caught your eye in the Nintendo Direct? Uh, what really stood out were the newer Mario games. Um, I was really excited to see that Peach is finally going to have her own, oh, um, her own her, game. This will be her second game. 
her second really yeah that's interesting uh, uh, inferno fox hates me because i own the first one of that yeah thing. yeah you jerk super princess <laughs> on, on the ds yeah <laughs> i um i remember having this conversation that you know with all the mario games i've played i've never seen one where there was a female lead in it and when he made the announcement that she's going to have her own lead i was really excited to see that and i feel that will um attract more female gamers i feel that that's going to attract a lot more like young girls to like play more video games which i think is inspiring because as a kid myself you know my parents bought me and my brother video games all the time and we always played together and I kind of stuck with it more than he did. He just kind of grew out of it. He'll play like a little bit on like the 64, but I've always, you know, stuck with playing games still and, you know, all the classics, all the newer ones that I like. So to me, I feel like this, you know, new Peach game would inspire more younger girls, women to play more video games. Yeah, because I feel like having a identifiable player or, or heroine helps really the, the not only the the diversity aspect but really helps to you know hey somebody who who is like me or looks like me and it's really mm-hmm. that that's all it takes and it's funny nintendo themselves were really infamous for gatekeeping their own games because when we're all old i mean i'm gonna i'm gonna admit that <laughs> we're all kids of the 80s and 90s when we grew up and we would go to toys r us or kb toys where were the video games section in the boys toys section it wasn't yeah. in the girls yep. it wasn't it's yep. a separate video games thing it was very clearly marketed as a boy's toy oh yeah and yep. that that is t- today which i'm really grateful for that is not the case there obviously is a very mm-hmm. clear albeit shrinking electronics or video games electronics section so it's it's a really yeah. a really nice change I, i'm gonna kind of segue to, to the next thing because i know the uh, identification and gatekeeping in video gaming that's its own that's its own other well i was gonna say uh to be fair, though, uh, do you see any KB toys or Toys R Us's anymore? Because I sure don't. <laughs> right. And, 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 <laughs> I mean, you, you, you live by the sword, you die by the sword. And it, that's yeah. really well, a, a product of... Symbol, toys R Us is still alive. Are they owned by They're owned uh, Macy's, I believe it is. Oh, that's what it is. I believe Macy's bought them. So technically, you could go to Macy's and get Toys R, toys R Us stuff. Well, yeah, but again, yeah, the store itself is gone. <laughs> it, it's not Toys R Us. It's like nope. Toys R Us Express. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah, it's... they have Jerry the Giraffe, and that's about it. <laughs> it, it it's funny, definitely a, a product of it of its time. Um, kind of segue segueing to segueing segueing a segue <laughs> into uh, kind of what I was excited for. Um, obviously mario rpg and then i've got my got my mario shirt here because it was a mario heavy direct what with the uh mario rpg mm-hmm. the luigi game the uh oh, yeah. speech game the wario game which is great to see that he 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 got a new game that. um but of course i've got this this propped up obviously this is not the new one but it's in the series the super mario brothers and this uh, announced for this direct was the super mario brothers wonder which uh, I remember when I first saw the trailer on that, I was kind of like, this looks a it little looks in- It looks interesting. Yeah. And then the more that I, I watched or rewatched the trailer, I'm like, okay, you know what? This is this is looking good. I, I'm liking this. It's different. They dropped mm-hmm. that, that new moniker, you know, it's not a new game if, you know, you've released six games in its series that, that kind of, you know, nullifies the whole new, the new thing. <laughs> um what what do you think of the uh new power-up uh, elephant that they gave us <laughs> i think it's kind of cool because they've done animal suits before you know oh they, yeah they had the raccoon t- tanuki yeah. the penguin um they had frog. the frog yeah um, yeah that's right the frog suit they've had uh, bear the what the bear uh i think that's like the tanuki one the, yeah the tanuki um but they they haven't done the elephant so that's nope. that, that's a oh and the cat they, they, they've had oh, the yeah, cat they, yep the cat 
So it's it's interesting, and I, I'm I'm betting that's not the, the obviously with that ending the trailer, that's not going to mm-hmm. be the only thing. You're going to have. Oh, I'm sure it's not the only thing. And it finally for for um, thirsty Mario fans, it finally adds legitimacy to Daisy as a real character, a yeah. full time yep. character, because this is technically the first time she's been in a mainline game that is not. Uh, Super Mario Land. Mm-hmm. Besides, that was the only one that she was in. And now in this one, you can play as six different characters. You got obviously Mario, Luigi, Toad, Princess Peach, Princess Daisy, and Yoshi. So who's to say what who else you can or or can't play in or play as? I, I'm nowhere near as up on the the Mario games as a lot of uh, our other crew here is, but I actually liked the look of uh, Mario Brothers Wonder a lot. To me, it like. Uh, I was kind of reminded of like the like playing like Mario three. It looked like like local multiplayer mm. like Mario three, and like something about the visuals looked really nice too. I don't know, subtly like just good art direction probably or something. So, so what I'm hearing is when we do some live streaming, you'll you'll come over, you'll join us, and we'll 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 do some four player at least. Yeah, I'll be the one who says how to use a switch controller again. Yeah. <laughs> That's what a, that's right. We'll, we'll, we'll give you one of these. Not this one. This one's mine. But we'll give you one of them. Well, we could give him one of these. You know, because he's old. <laughs> that would be appropriate. Did it make you? Um, did it make you wonder, like, why, why the elephant? Ah, uh, wonder. I saw. See what you did there. Ah, oh. Hey. <laughs> Probably because he never forgets. Oh yeah. So yeah, and that's and that's part of the the probably adding into the whole charm of the game and mm-hmm. kind of the, the bigger question of the fact that, so we're in, we are in year six of the Nintendo switch now going into year seven, no announcements, no, no indication beyond stuff in the rumor mill for the next Nintendo system. And we ended up having a Nintendo direct that helped to push the the i guess the overall nintendo base and even the, the more independent video gamer lexicon to be really excited for overall nintendo news and i say that because out of the within the first 24 hours after the nintendo direct aired uh the if i remember the for the twitter stuff nintendo related topic topics were top were six of the top 10 of the trending topics so there's interest, still interest in all these Nintendo titles for a system that's over six years old and has the power of a PS3. So it begs the question, does Nintendo need a new system or are they are they going to be able to make do up through this year and next year? And my, my immediate thought thought i i definitely i'm more interested in um simbu i'm gonna i'm gonna jump to you and then uh astromedia's on this but my initial thought is they're they're going to be fine for their own titles but third party is going to be trouble uh simbu would you uh, be able to chime in on that yes (laughs) yeah (laughs) they're they're, i mean yeah you know the the ghost has spoken um Yeah, uh, for first party, you know, that's watching the Nintendo Direct, although I'm not, a, a, you know, really into Nintendo. I mean, I have a, you know, little Switch, you know, a mini Switch or whatever the hell the thing's called. Um, and that was, you know, for when I go on my, you know, business trips with the haunted house and stuff like that, I have something to do. Um, but yeah, for first party, you know, again, you watch the Nintendo Direct. And even, you know, when the CEOs are up there, you know, they're, they're talking. I mean, come on. You, they show the Wario game and the one guy has got his back to the camera and he's, you know, shaking his butt and grooving when the game, you know, when the, when the live stream comes back to them. So Nintendo first party clearly knows what it is. It's fun. It's goofy. It's, you know, cartoony. It's not, you know... Uh, I mean, well, it's, you know, serious and it, you know, as it can, you know, serious, you know, pertains, but it's not a like, 
you know, we're going to give you a God of War. We're going to give you, uh, you know, Skyrim. We're going to give you this. We're going to, you know, it's, hey, guys, come have fun. You know, kick back and relax. Play some, you know, Mario Kart, you know, little kart racing and throw turtle shells at everybody. Um, I, I, I will mention that Skyrim was a launch title for the Switch, but I, I, I know you you mean like a Elder Scrolls Six. There, there's no way it's going to play an Elder Scrolls Six or a Starfield, nor would it be designed for that. Right, and I mean, while Skyrim may have been a launch title for the Switch, it's still not what Nintendo is at its core. Yeah, um, and, and when you think about it, Skyrim was 2011, and so. Yeah, great that it's a launch title, but it was a, at that point it was already a six-year-old game. Exactly. Uh, it, it's no, you know, Nintendo has never tried to go outside of its box, so to speak, um, and not like, oh, let's push the boundaries of gimmick or gameplay, you know, or what we can do with you know these lovable, you know, cherished characters. It's more of, hey, we're a fun system, we're a fun play with your friends. And, you know, hey, play with your kids. That's what Nintendo's always been. Mm -hmm. And the whole Nintendo Direct, you know, I, I enjoyed the fact that that's what they tapped into. You know, they didn't come out like Jim Ryan or Phil Spencer and, mm, this is coming next. We are Xbox. We are PlayStation. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, that's curl the mustache the barren mustaches here all right um you know they came out and had fun and that's what I, I you know that's one thing i did enjoy is that nintendo's never tried to be anything but nintendo um but to you know now that i've tangent you know quite quite long enough uh to to <laughs> definitively answer your question though and pretty sure asher will probably agree i would give it you know the five years for first party titles uh, with the switch, but in the next two, maybe three years, your third party is done. The switch is not going to be able to handle it. Astrid, what do you what do you think about that? Do you do you concur or what are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I I think I generally agree. Like Nintendo by now has really established their audience, and now we've had multiple generations of consoles where. Nintendo is not trying to prove anything uh, in terms of impressive hardware. They're not beating anyone else's specs. They're just making, you know, like Simbu said, basically like fun little game machines versus, you know, a serious piece of hardware that can run your big serious games on. Um, and uh, so like they, they have that going for them. You know, they by now, they're obviously really smart about the cadence of how they release things. So clearly everything is really well planned. You got to think, you know, they just released a Zelda game that everyone loves. A lot of the time, it seems to me these big launch titles are like, well, the company expects is hopefully this is now a burst of console sales. If they're going to have a burst of console sales, you'd hope and expect they also expect to sell a lot of games to those people with the way pricing of consoles and games works and all that. Uh, on, I mean, I think N Nintendo has a lot of leeway. Like, basically, they're the only... They're essentially the only kind of game company in the race, game console company in the race now that really has mm -hmm. a solid identity, even I would say, in terms of like what the console is. Um, so uh, all those things being the case, like it's sort of up to them how long they want to wait. I do think there probably will be less kind of direct third party publishing. But one thing I that I thought was kind of interesting is uh, Vampire Survivors being shown as released for mm -hmm. Switch. Like they, it's such a simple, tiny game. Nintendo could very easily snipe a bunch of appropriate kind of gameplay games or whatever. They're also free to have the occasional like, oh, we'll do the one-off kind of weird game we'll port to this system. And it's like, they don't have the same challenges as they do with a big, big publisher as with some random guy, which is like literally who made Vampire Survivors. <laughs> and it's, it's funny you say that because... It, literally that sort of structure of, of pulling in the little guys really like the the indies and the indie developers is really what helped say and I, I hate to use the word save because it really didn't help to see and have the wii u have relevant releases for its 
system because third parties abandoned that after year two and the first parties abandoned the wii u after year three so there it wasn't really getting any new new stuff except the indies and nintendo really has taken that whole program for I, i'm gonna say for better or worse and you really have a really large indie presence on the switch that really came from the wii u generation and it's it's great because you have that that sort of uh, smaller developer like the Vampire Survivor and uh, even games like larger indie games like the, obviously the Shovel Knights and the Hollow Knights and even mid level ones like the Infern Infernaxes, but then you're gonna have some of the real low end crap ones that. If and Jason, you probably have seen this if you ever look at the eShop where there's a whole bunch of shovelware garbage. And unfortunately, that's because Nintendo has opened the floodgates for better or, or, or worse. There isn't as much QA. So it's really up to us, the, the consumers, to find the the, the best entries yes. uh, for, for the game. Yeah, it oh, does yeah. have a lot of potential to, you know, expand the life of the console and everything too, though, which is interesting. And I mean, I think the whole thing started with the Wii. I think the Wii was basically the first time Nintendo had like a direct, I could be wrong here, correct me if I'm misspeaking, the first time they had like uh, an, an online shop where there were things other than just Nintendo games in it in particular. Yes. Yeah, that, that definitely was the Wii's virtual uh the wii's online shop I, I don't think it was called the e-shop but you're you're 100 correct and yeah i forgot what, what they called it but yeah one of the first time they started selling console games from not their consoles on the this this shop because they had sega genesis games turbo graphic yeah 16 yep. games and whatnot so and again it was a really smart move pulling something in like they oh, while yeah. of course they got all the proper licensing and everything they just built all that on emulation software so <laughs> it's really interesting it was a smart move yeah absolutely well, um I, I, you know, I, I hear you guys saying like the better for, you know, better or for worse, you know, with the indie developers. However, though, um, it, it's a, 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 it's the Netflix conundrum at this point with the Nintendo eShop and all these indie developers. And Steam. It's, yeah. The flood. It's mm. throw it, you know, let's take 10 socks, which you can't see because of my background, um, 10 socks and let's throw them at the wall. Which one's going to stick? Oh, it's yeah. the, the Sony live service method. You know, <laughs> let, let's create 10 live service games and throw them against the wall. And one, one of these are going to stick. <laughs> well, again, I mean, it, I, I mean, again, this all pretty much is started from Netflix, though. You know, Netflix was kind of the catalyst to all this, you know, let's just throw stuff against the wall and see what sticks. Yeah, you know. I mean, it's I I would like I agree that that's pretty much when it started being a thing about that time. But it's like that was also essentially, you know, it coincides with the time of greater access to high speed Internet, really, I think, is what it boils down to. Like, because that's what True. you needed to really get this stuff off the ground with these e-shops. And then because what's interesting, like, is it's only a conundrum for the consumer consumer, rather. It's not actually a conundrum for the platform. They're still making money, but the consumer just feels like. How the heck do I find anything good in here? Mm -hmm. It's yeah, like I, I remember having, a, you know, a debate in the like Napster days many years ago with an older guy who was saying as soon as all as soon as everyone starts just getting their stuff online like this, the problem will be what no one realizes the record companies who are often vilified uh, are the job they are doing is they're surfacing particular things that are good and you can argue of course validly whether the things they picked were actually good but they were doing that sort of like benefit uh curating i was going to say beneficial gatekeeping but i guess curating is essentially <laughs> the beneficial version of that but uh so it's like it is always interesting to me like this problem we still haven't really solved yet of like how do you have a marketplace that does let everything in that fulfills the criteria of being that thing but gives consumers a an actually good and reliable way to kind of find the needle in the haystack from particularly small publishers and stuff because one of the things that kills or the main person that hurts is aside from the consumer even worse so is the creators of content and because now it means you're way harder to find. You're, you're lucky if 
such a game actually blows up online and, and gets that positive publicity in a perfect world. It'd be curated in such a way where it's like a ratings based system. And the Nintendo's eShop doesn't, uh, does not allow, if I remember right, doesn't allow individuals to rate stuff. You could in the Wii's, you could in the Wii U's, you could in the 3DS's. I don't believe you can on the switches. And even if you could, there's no way to curate that. You can, yeah. you can search by genre and company and then by title, but nothing. And, and there's its own internal algorithm that when you do like sales, searching for sales, it, the Nintendo's algorithm will show you a certain set of games, but it's a, it's a, I feel like that's something that's preferential because I've noticed for in that instance, for the sales, it always curates like Ubisoft's right on top. And then also WB games right, right after that. And then maybe Nintendo's like first party Nintendo's and then maybe like square Enix's. It's not anything where like, okay. And this is really important. This whole discussion is really important for, for like a developer like you, Astromedes, where you're creating a game and it's a good game, but how is it going to get, that, that kind of publicity and everything like that, if nobody's able to look for it or search for it or, 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 or whatnot. Yeah. You, with... you have, you have to do your own marketing basically it used to be like in the early days of steam is a great example because it used to be, you know, you reached out to steam yourself, basically, if you thought your game was good and then chances are they wouldn't look at it unless they had a reason to, or they knew you or whatever, but uh, they, the games that got into steam automatically got featured on steam because there weren't like a thousand games coming out every day that were lost in the avalanche of stuff so just by restricting the amount of media that came in they could have like a much more controlled flow and guarantee that anything that did come out got more kind of exposure to users of the platform than now where it's like a complete crapshoot and you literally have to ignore the platforms you're on do all your own marketing or work with a publisher anyway so it's not the kind of utopia that i think a lot of people thought it would be when they thought man wouldn't it be great if i could just make a thing and release it somewhere if only people could buy it it would just uh by its own merits uh, become popular that's not reality unfortunately for the it, most it, part I'm trying to think of the medical term. What is it when you're running a marathon and you you drink a cup of water at every mile station and you end up overly flushed with water and and you end up uh, being in that kind of health state? It's kind of like mm -hmm. that with the games. You're dealing dealing with the flood and oversaturated. Yeah, that that works. There's <laughs> there is a medical term for it when you're when you are oversaturated and overhydrated, and it's like that's what it is. I mean, it's it's. It, it, there are a, a crud ton of games on Steam, but it's it's there's less on the the Nintendo eShop, but the eShop is way worse in regards to finding content, looking for it, and yeah. Well, and to circle all back to like Nintendo Direct, it's like they're fine letting the eShop be what it is, but they of course have their own you know media and pipeline for all the stuff they want to make sure people see all the first party stuff. So. It, it's and, all its own marketing. They're not using the eShop to put that stuff out. The, uh, kind of going back to marketing. that too, the, the Direct is really focused on trying to make everybody happy with something. Every And that's, that's I really feel like that that's what they did because I was happy with about four or five things. Um, I Storm, I know you were happy with Super Mario RPG like I was. LJ, you were happy with the, the Peach game and the Mario game. Mm -hmm. Jason, you were happy with Pokemon and and Mario game and Pikmin, which was their big draw. Oh yes, Pikmin, because <laughs> yep. you had not only Pikmin four footage and a lot of it, but you got Pikmin's one and two. Yeah, uh, the re the remaster released that day. Though <laughs> so the physical is going to come out in September. Then Nintendo learned their lesson from the uh, Metroid Prime remaster drop, <laughs> uh, and then of course Astromedes. Shoot, you you're happy with the fact with the Vampire Survivors. Um, was, was that right? Was that the name? Yeah, that was the name. Okay. Uh, the one other one I like kind of randomly noticed is because I don't really see it getting much attention. I don't really know a lot about it other than just little clips of gameplay I saw, but Penny's Big Breakaway, yes. whatever this one is, like it just, mm. it reminded me of a really like in a good way, old fashioned 3D platformer that and there's was a very reason focused for on like movement mechanics. The guys who made Sonic Mania are making that. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. You know what? I, I'd heard, I noticed it was like some publisher that had, or some developer that put something out before or whatever. I didn't actually know what the team was though. Okay. 
Yeah, so it's really something where the Nintendo hits for everybody. Simbu, they had that uh, Fae Farm game. So, you know, you're, you're good with the cozy farming of Fae's and everything. All, so, all, all I got to say is that Storm's biggest game that she is most excited about is Palia or Palia, whatever that game is called. <laughs> it oh, is yeah. going to replace all your Animal Crossings. And it's going to be the new Nintendo Animal Crossing. And it's so funny. Every direct has to have a cozy game slash and oh. or a, a farming game. And it had both. It, that was Palio was a cozy game, and that Fay Farm was the farming game. You know what? Actually, my I I thought like I knew nothing about this game going in. I didn't know it is something. Well, it's, okay, you're just saying this is the first time they mentioned this game. You're saying that's a pattern. They've been mentioning these cozy games. Like I thought it looked really generic to be honest. This yes. like Palia game. It looked like it's going to try to be everything to everyone and not really be very exciting in any regard. I was actually even thinking, you mentioned the Fae Farm game. That game is like a better example of doing that, a much stronger theming. <laughs> like it still had similar elements where you can go fight stuff or you can just well, farm stuff or whatever. Like, But I think that like looked better executed. To me, it's like Paleo looked like, like I don't know, primitive The Sims walking around or something. It's, I, well, I mean, Paleo my, is also going to be a free-to-play, so you can't really expect LJ. too much oh, out of it. Sorry. Oh, LJ, um, what was that? I was just going to say, like, the whole farming fairy thing looks really fun and interesting. And I know there's quite a few farming games out there already or in the works. Um, I like the idea of playing those, but I'm still, like, trying to finish Animal Crossing. I don't know if that's a necessary game, like, you complete it, but, like, I still even have my whole village set up, yeah, so it's just the idea of starting, like, a new farming game is kind of a little overwhelming, considering I'm, you know, trying to, you know, create my village and Animal Crossing. I've been playing that since April, and I'm still not finished, so... <laughs> I <laughs> I really have finished. to think about it. Yeah, I, <laughs> I hope it's never going to end. It's like the never ending story. I'm just never going to end this game, which I'll probably be in my 80s when I complete it if I feel like it. Crap, that reminds me. I think I I, th I think I got to reload my uh, Lemmings game from 98 and finish that. <laughs> I, I was I was going to say Animal Crossing finishes when the next Animal Crossing comes out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Which is now going to be Paleo, so yeah. ready. <laughs> Um I want to go ahead and open up the floor to a more general or generic of a cuz we kind of there's a ton of stuff that uh, uh, a few of us are excited for from the, the Nintendo Direct coming out, but I just kind of want to open and see like what in general, what everyone is excited for coming out for the latter half of 2023, because I mean, we're, we're at the halfway point of, of this year. And I, in general, my, my comment before and uh, Simbu, I'm going to call on you. So start thinking what you're excited about. But before I do, I, I want to say that this has been a really exciting year Overall, we've had some really great games come out, both remakes like Dead Space and the Metroid Prime remake, as well as new, new games like Tears of the Kingdom, the Jedi Survivor and Final Fantasy 16. I mean, there's been a lot of a, a lot of quality releases, so it's exciting to see what's going to come out for the latter half. Simbu, what is one, one or two of your most ex games that you're excited for for the, the latter half? I mean that I'm going to be able to play both that you could play or, and, or you're just excited to, to, to come out. Well, the two that I'm, I have two that I'm excited for. And then one that I, that two that I'll be able to play and one that I'm just excited for uh, to be brought into the, the next generation. Um, the, the one that I'm excited for just to be brought into the next generation is fable itself. Now it's going to be an Xbox exclusive, which sucks because being a PlayStation player, I'm not going to get to play it. But I'm excited that Fable's coming back. It's been a long time coming. Three was kind of, eh, um, you know. One one little star on this is thinking about what it, what's coming out for for the end of the year or by the end of the year. I oh. was was Fable uh, dated for this year? I, I don't want to make make a assumption, I but don't, I don't. No, I don't think Fable was fa uh, slated uh, this year. I think it's actually slated uh, first or second quarter next year. Ah, dang, dang it. Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. Anyways, 
kind of still i i still want want I'm really curious what what you're excited for for the end of the year like what 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 else is coming out that's got you like i mean uh, let's just make it plain and simple uh dreaming of the level five grandpa and <laughs> that's by that's the spider-man 2 gameplay looks fantastic the tag again that tag team between spite peter parker and miles is Looks amazing. Um, and of course, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, because like I said in the last time, uh, and Storm and I both said, kind of said, if gun media does the labor of love like they did with Friday the 13th, it, it got shafted by the lawsuit. Um, mm -hmm. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, everything they learned from Friday the 13th is going to be brought into TCM, and TCM is just going to be insane. Yep. Storm, is that also what you're excited for the most for the, the rest of the year? What what else has got you like, yes? Paleo. Uh, <laughs> Paleo. And you know, I haven't even looked at Paleo. My, oh, that could be a whole other little chunk of an episode. We'll, we'll do that next time. My rant about Animal Crossing. Just quality of life updates would be freaking amazing. Because there are stupid little things that are just frustratingly stupid that they could fix and whatever. Anyway, I'm excited about Texas Chainsaw Massacre and the new Mortal Kombat because mm -hmm. Immortal... now you can play it. You got a PS5. Yes, and well, back on the Switch, I did have Mortal Kombat. Um, which one was that? Was it 11? eleven? Yes. So I finished it on there. When I got the PS5, I also got it on the PS5 because they. Love Mortal Kombat, so I finished it on the PS5. Um, so I'm excited for a new update for for that. But yeah, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I did start playing Friday the 13th on the PlayStation uh, just yesterday because I have it on the Switch. But and I was already level 150 on the Switch, so starting all over and having to unlock everything was just kind of annoying. But <laughs> you know, there, but huge quality of life difference. Yes, yes, yeah. and there is the difference between the the third player games and Nintendo's own games. Like their own games run great on the Switch, but the difference in Fortnite alone is out. You know, I know we're talking about Friday the 13th, but Fortnite is, is the one glaringly that comes to mind. I can't even imagine trying to run some of those areas on the Switch right now. Like the <laughs> real jungle heavy theme. I know it would take forever to render in some areas when you're first loading into the map. So the more they update that, I wonder what it's going to be like um, on the Switch. So, you know, but whatever the... Uh, Nintendo does Nintendo well, and they always, always have. So having access to third-party games from Nintendo is great, you know, and fairly new to my, especially my generation, having grown up with Nintendo Classic and all that in the 80s and seeing like, oh, I can download this independent author game. And I have gotten a couple of those because I'll look for them because, you know, they're usually cheap. And guess what? If for $2, I don't like your game, I can delete it. And I only <laughs> spent two dollars, but anyway. So yeah, sorry, it just kind of went all over. Welcome to ADHD. No, no, <laughs> I, I, I love it because not only are we hitting the the question of looking forward to 2023, but you added some good uh, feedback in regards to some of the previous topics, which is very much appreciated. Um, LJ, I want to go to you. What are you looking forward to most with the rest of the year? For coming games coming out honestly the two games that come to mind um i'm more of a playstation fan so i tend to lean towards playstation games and the two that i look forward to the most is alan wake 2 which comes out this october i played the first one last year around this time and i really enjoyed the story and i was I know they announced the second game in the making. I believe it was 2021 E3. And I never heard of it. And then I got really curious as to what the game was about. And I bought it and I played it and I really enjoyed it. So I'm that much more excited to play the second one now. 
And of course, the other one I'm looking forward to is the Mortal Kombat. <laughs> um, you guys were mentioning about the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and I'm sitting here thinking, well, I don't know if I really want to play that because I don't know if I want to kill people. But then I'm like, wait a second, <laughs> I want to play Mortal Kombat. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> So yeah, I'm just everyone I'm entered just that contest for... willingly in Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yeah. yes. uh, hey, I willingly F... picked up the controller in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre game. So <laughs> yeah, but so those are the two that I'm really looking forward to. And as for the Switch, is the new Mario game. So yeah, Jason, how, how about you? What games coming out uh, through the end of the year are you looking forward to the most? Oh, I've got one right at the top of my list. One of my non-Nintendo favorite franchises has a brand new game coming out in November. Discaya 7. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. I am so looking forward to that for the end of the year. Nice. That's a, that's awesome. Yeah, it's for me, obviously, I said Mario RPG uh, and then the new Mario Brothers games coming out at uh, in October. The funny thing is that week in October, the new 2D Mario comes out, the new 2D Sonic comes out, Spider-Man 2 comes out, and then there was a fourth really big game. I, I, I can't remember what it was, but it's also coming out that 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 same week. So it's going to be a really heavy game gaming week. For me, also, if, if it'll run, if they can figure a way to get it to run on my Steam Deck, Starfield. That that's Ooh. one that I would love to get and play if if they're they can figure a way to make it uh, palatable there. But I know if Mobster was here, he would say Starfield, except he won't because he can't play with other people. Uh, <laughs> but he could he could play it if he wanted to because he has he's the only one out of the seven of us in in this group. Obviously, he's not physically here with us, but he's the only one that has the the Series X. Uh, but yeah, uh, maybe maybe I'll, I'll borrow or steal his. Uh, and yeah, uh, hmm. I'm pretty sure if uh, he was here, all you would randomly hear is Xbox, Halo, mm -hmm. Master Chief. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, yeah, you you are not wrong. But we we definitely have a lot of stuff to to look forward to overall for the 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 coming year and really kind of kind of wrapping things up here because we're we're nearing the end of our time um we really it, it's definitely been an exciting year and it will will be to come and from all of the announcements that nintendo made and xbox made for stuff coming in 2024 and some of the stuff that that's been hinted by sony it, it looks like it's going to be a, a good time coming it's, it looks like all the the pandemic slowdown and everything hopefully mm -hmm. is over. Hopefully there's no real issues with that. So uh, I just want to go ahead and give a, a thanks again to, to everyone here on the cast, as well as everyone who has joined in and, and listening and everything. We're going to, we're going to be taking a, probably a one week break because we can't do it next Tuesday. Cause next Tuesday is July 4th and Probably none of you us mean, will be available. You mean you don't want to skip a holiday just to do this? <laughs> I hey, I no, I don't. I, I, no, I, I don't. I don't want to skip. This. Uh, call me weird, but July Fourth is probably one of my favorite holidays. So yeah, we're we're, we're gonna we're gonna skip that. I mean, I could just open my curtains, you know, record and watch fireworks while we're recording. So or, or I'm sure we could set up like backgrounds with with yeah. fireworks or something. I'm gonna have fireworks. I can make them for you. They're not that hard to do. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if we have any government team. agencies listening, Simbu is just kidding. You know, he's just not that <laughs> no, nothing make, like make them mining on the computer, not real fireworks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's the computer digitally. That's what he was talking yep, about. Yep, exactly. Yeah, like, like this right here. See, <laughs> yes. uh, again, just uh, want to give a thank you to everybody. Uh, so, uh, Simbu. Thank you again for joining us. You can find Simbu at the Basement of the Dead in Aurora, Illinois. Thank, thank you, Simbu. And yeah, thank you. And uh, in the spirit of the 4th of July next week, I just want to, you know, blessings and Godspeed to all the men and women in our armed forces. And I hope that you make it home to your family and loved ones in uh, well conditions. 
And Storm, they, thank you as well for joining. Uh, again, that's Storm Rose Sky, Twitch channel of Storm Rose Sky. And because I'm an idiot, Storm, what was your YouTube channel again? It's the same name. It's ah, Storm you, Rose Sky. YouTube channel of Storm Rose Sky. <laughs> it's the same. You're welcome. They will uh, be here. You know, we're going to, I don't know what we're doing. Probably the same amount of nothing. <laughs> doing it for the fourth of july i know they're gonna have drone fireworks in the area oh cool um, interesting because here are the mountains it's kind of dry ish some you know yeah. fires and stuff so no, we'll see but risk. exactly but we'll see how busy it will be and where we can see them at so should nice. be good Astromedes, thank you as well for joining. Again, Astromedes is the developer of Second Place Games. Thanks for having me. It's a good time. Jason the 13th, uh, he's got the YouTube channel of Jason the 13th. Thank you for joining. Appreciate it. Not a problem. Thanks for having me also. <laughs> and LJ, thank you so much for, for joining as well. Yep, my pleasure. It was It was really fun. Thanks. And th thank you, the users uh, who have joined as well, and hope hope that you all have a safe and happy July 4th.